0: Now, the death toll, as reported, is now standing at 32. Have that number changed at all over the (coughs) night or or since yesterday?
1: Um, Not as far as I know. um, The cooperative government government and disaster management teams are still busy uh, coordinating and uh, correlating the numbers to confirm the number, and that will continue this morning as disaster management teams access the different areas that are affected and find out who is missing, who is still not accounted for, and etc., to find out exactly how many people have lost their lives in this tragic
0: Paint us a picture of the disaster in KZN. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, Monday, Monday night, there was lots of rain that fell, uh, quite a lot of rain, quite a strong wind blowing as well. Um, this put a lot of water on the ground, resulting in some flooding. Some of the worst affected areas were Mlazi, Chatsworth, Marine Hill, And um, this water did quite a lot of damage. I'm sure you've seen all the photos. Some houses were completely washed away. Mudslides also a major problem. Uh, One of the scenes I went to yesterday, um, you could see that the the dwelling that had been washed about 10 meters further down the embankment where the dwelling had been built and completely covered the victims inside mud and slush. And the fire department had to spend most of the day digging to get the victims out.
0: <clears throat> what are some of the challenges that uh, your rescue teams are facing in the area?
1: Well, especially on the Monday night when it was still raining, the rain was the major problem. And there was still pouting down with rain as well as darkness. Uh, fortunately, when it became light on Monday morning at least, it was easier to see what was happening and to access the areas. Because, I mean, some of our ambulance crews had to walk long distances uh, to be able to get to the scenes where they had to work. Because there was no road access, and if there was a road that was completely muddy, and they didn't want to risk getting their vessel stuck. So they had to walk quite far. That was another problem. But the major problem was the the rain working in the downpour. rain.
0: Now, a lot of homes have collapsed, and a lot of people are missing. Uh, will rescue operations also continue today?
1: Yeah, certainly. Oper- up at, at this stage, there's no, as far as I'm aware, there's no active search scenes, uh, rescue scenes on the go, so I say but there are some search scenes on the go where people have still been reported missing and they need to be located.
0: Robert, are you concerned that more rain has been predicted for the area and, and mm. what, how will that impact your, uh, your your search and rescue as as well as your operations in mm. general?
1: Well, emergency services are still on high alert prepared to respond to any more incidents. Um, disaster management teams are busy accessing those affected areas to find out who's been affected, how, exactly how many people have been affected and, and what relief they're needing. So that's this stage that's the priority is the disaster management teams to access the area and find out who and who needs assistance and how many people need assistance.
0: I thank you so much for that update. That was the KwaZulu-Natal EMS spokesperson, Robert McKenzie. We are now joined on the line by the humanitarian organization, Gift of the Givers, who are assisting those affected. Uh, and we say a very good morning to the organization's founder and chairperson, Dr. Imtia Suleiman. A very good morning to you, doctor, and welcome. Tell us more about how you will be assisting those that are affected in KZN. Uh, morning, Albert.
2: We, we basically augment disaster uh, management services. We have offered you know, to send our own personnel to assist, but generally we know the disaster management teams are quite well geared for doing what would what they have to do. So the, the backup plan, of course, is to access the people who need assistance. The difficulty has been that you're getting hundreds of calls from individual homes in different areas. My garage door can not open up. I've got mud on my car. I can't move my car to my driveway things like that but then at the same time our focus has been more on the informal settlements Mm. and many of them have been very vulnerable because i mean small streams became big rivers in a couple of minutes and it's and we then had to verify which areas were genuine and where the real needs were so we have to virtually go to every area to check the information we're getting and Mm. because the roads are so inaccessible and so so it becomes a real nightmare we managed to get to the first two areas yesterday afternoon. The first one was in Melbourne Dacht, in the Chatsworth area, Sharp area. Ten houses were completely washed away, and eight people were washed away, presumably drowned in that being washed away. They need assistance both with housing and the general care of blankets, clothes, food, those kind of items. We That's where we will start today. Mm-hmm. The second place we went to is a place called Bottle Brush, also in Chatsworth. There, we saw the banks. and... 80 homes were all completely washed away. There's nothing to see there. It's gone. 200 people from those homes need support. They were taken to a primary school, and from today, feeding and all additional support will be given to them. And eventually, when they're ready to go back, they can't go back right now. Neither can they go back to the same place where they were originally. It's just too dangerous. They need alternative areas, and they will then require you know, building material to restart their homes. Mm-hmm. Been, that has been followed up by other calls. Late afternoon, we started getting a lot of calls. Lamontwell, Amlazi, Arke Khan, informal settlement, Kudrik, and so many other areas which will access today. And then depending on the needs of each area, we will support them with the same basic stuff and building materials if necessary.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so you will be uh, doing some building uh, revamps or even changes or even new builds for these people that, in, uh, that are in need? Yes,
2: mostly those from the informal settlements, those with more formal homes, I'm sure most of them have insurance, because you can't have bond cover without insurance. Mm. So those obviously will have, you know, support in terms of, of insurance. But even if it's something minor, even if they're insured and they're some, they need something desperately, urgently, like some food aid or some, maybe uniforms for the kids, and they don't have the needs to pay at the same time. We can sort that out. It's not a problem. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: so, please expand for us on the exact need that you need at this point in time as gift of the givers that you are providing uh, the assistance uh, for the people on the ground there.
2: Well, because of the rain and the cold and the wetness, number one is blankets. Number two is new, it's clothing. We take only new stuff. Shoes. A lot of kids, they have lost their uniforms and their stationery for school. We will supply that. And then, of course, simple things like dishes, something to eat with, something to cook with. They will need linen, they will need towels, hygiene packs, sanitary pads, uh, diapers, mugs, uh, different uh, food items, and of course, eventually, corrugated sheeting and plastic sheeting to support housing reconstruction.
0: If ordinary uh, South Africans want to contribute, how do they get hold of Gift of the Givers in order to assist?
2: 0800-786-911 is our free number, or was it of TheGivers.org
0: Doctor, I thank you so much and all the best uh, with your efforts there. Well, thank you very much. That was the gift of The Givers founder and Chairperson MTS Suleiman on the ground there. And that's why we're asking you this question. How can you, as a South African, help those that are affected by floods in the country?